Hello, friends. In our busy and hectic lives, we all need those special moments that seem to come along occasionally. Moments that we know come from the throne of God. Moments that inspire us or stir up our faith. These moments are so valuable because they can provide much needed encouragement. So take a pause in life and enjoy this new podcast series that we are titling Inspirational Moments. Short, brief, and we pray very inspiring. Remember, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. But way over in the book of Acts, over a thousand years removed. Here's Luke, something special going on in church that day. Something special going on in church. And Luke said, For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said to my Lord. He's quoting Psalm 110, verse 1, and Jesus quoting of Psalm 110, verse 1. He said, Sit thou on my right hand till I make your foes your footstool. And he says this, Therefore... Let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom you crucified. I like, pre- I, like preach- I like preachers that not just be mean for the sake of shock value, but they know when they're walking in the Holy Ghost and woe be unto them if they preach not the gospel. And that's what Luke's doing. He's saying, all this you're feeling right now is what was prophesied, and Jesus himself mentioned it. And he says this, you crucified him. And when they heard this, that's Acts 2.37. That's what I was trying to hand the signal to you, too. When they heard this, Oh, I come to church to get my ears tickled. When they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. I mean, but if all we got out of that was a little, yay, we missed it. Energetic charge out of it. When he spoke, they were pricked in their heart, and they said to Peter and to the rest of the apostles, let, let me talk to you. know, you visitors, you've you got to kind of know the spirit and the vein of conversation I'm in right now. So if this offends you, don't get offended. Just give me a chance to explain it later in person. But the religious world says that the sinner's prayer is Romans 10. And, and respectfully speaking, I love you. I love human nature. I don't hate anybody. I hate the devil. But... Romans is the book called an epistle. It was written to the church. You don't learn how to get saved in the epistles. You learn how to stay saved in the epistles. Right? From Romans, from Romans to Jude, from Romans to Jude, those are called epistles. You don't learn the plan of salvation there. You learn how to stay saved. You learn how to keep that fire burning, okay? That's why you need to be a regular visitor 
to the epistles of your New Testament. They encourage you. They direct you. They keep you thinking right. When they pricked in their heart and said to Peter. Now, I said that to say that this is the real sinner's prayer. There's no sinner sitting there in Romans 10. I'm sorry. I get Romans 10. I'm not putting that down. That is a powerful couple of scriptures in Romans 10. It's talking about people keeping the faith and keeping their salvation alive and keeping their words in line with the Holy Ghost. That's the problem. Some religious folks think you're putting down the book of Romans. Are you kidding me? Acts 2.37 confirms what the book of Romans 7, Romans 10 is saying and vice versa. They were pricked in their heart and said to Peter and to the rest of the apostles, hey, what do you think we should do about this? Oh, I'm leaving. My cup's full. Never heard it like that before, brother. Let me tell you something, Brother Stacy. I've heard that a thousand times. If every person that told me they've never heard it like this before were sitting here today, they'd be in the balcony. Every Sunday school class would be full. It's not enough just to hear it. They were pricked in their hearts. God has pricked some of us in our hearts. Hey, hey, when you when you have a gossiping problem and you feel those little checks in your heart saying, you shouldn't be doing that. You know that isn't right. And even though it's so hard and you're so compelled to just spread rumors because it makes you feel so good. And that little check inside says, God wouldn't approve of that. That's the prick in their heart they felt. And they said, hey, what should we do about this? It's not enough to hear. It's, it's, it's good to do something about the prick in your heart. And Peter stands up and just says, the greatest message. Is the great I'm talking Holy Ghost filled believer that's ever been separated from sin and sanctified by the touch of God's hand. God forbid we ever get bored with this right here. If we ever get bored with that, if we ever get bored with that, we've got big problems. We'll, we'll, we'll get you a place. He just stands up and says, I know what to do. I know why you're feeling that prick in your heart. Repent. Repent. Being baptized in Jesus' name is not enough if you haven't repented. To get it off my chest today. It does nothing. It benefits you zero. Exhibition of faith. But if you don't repent, it's just an act of the outward will. You've got to get inside. That's what repentance is about, internal. <laughs> Forgive me for being a gossip, Lord. Forgive me for being negative, Jesus. Forgive me for always turning to the dark side of life, Lord. Forgive me for being an addict. Forgive me for being hateful. Forg whatever it is, you fill in the blanks, all right? An alcoholic, a pervert, a... 
Now, repentance doesn't just mean, Brother West, doesn't just mean saying, I'm sorry. It means turning away from it. I am sorry. I am indeed sorrowful. It's not enough just to apologize to God. You have to turn away from it. That's what repentance means. Peter said, I know why you're feeling that prick, and here's the answer, repent. Repent. This may not be agreeable to the board, but I'm going to tell you that have never yet been baptized in Jesus' name. Then people that have been baptized and never, never repented. Never repented. Repent, I'm, but you get what I'm saying. Repent and, and, and. Many respect that Jesus' name, baptism, and baptism, the name of Father, Son, Holy Ghost, are messages meant for two divine nations, one the Jew, one the Gentiles. Come on, man, you've got to be deeper than that. You're better than that. You've got way too much spiritual insight to say that. When Peter said, repent and be baptized, you that get it, or you that understand, or you that belong to the Palmer Pentecostal Church, or you that decide to cross that line, What's he say? I'm not even going to look. What's he say? Every one of you. I happen to know, I happen to know that in Jerusalem that day, there were some Elamites and Edomites and those from Mesopotamia. The Bible said so. All kind of Gentiles there. All kind of Jews there. And he said, every single one of you. Hey, we need the name today. We need the name that happens when you go down in that tank in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I've, I've told some people, I've told some people, I, we've got a great representation of, of good folks that come to church that have never been to the altar, never been to the tank. And I, I, I'm scratching my head over it. I love you. And you can think of anything, but we've got to be living on the edge of the end. I can't understand why anybody would not be begging I mean, every political persuasion hates each other. They're all lying to us when it benefits them. Vote. Don't get me wrong. I vote every time. But, brother, this world is evil. This world is wicked. Funny, when we go to baseball, it's boring. Three hours. And in the bottom of the night, it's one-to-one. How boring. Oh, if you're a, people are on top of their game, fooling the batters, putting them down, inning after inning, it's, it's, it's like a master builder at work on the mound when he's pitching a game like that. And the whole game is hinged upon the next mistake made. Someone makes a mistake, and boom, that ball's gone. You got to be a baseball fan to like that guy. Two to one in 13 innings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's baseball. Spring grass. And we love it. But boy, if the preacher isn't done by 12 o'clock, what's wrong today? I mean, if he, if he doesn't even know, don't he know? Don't he know? I've got lunch. I've got a roast.
name of Jesus, you are in the right place. Not only physically, but right here, you're in the right place. But the Bible can speak to you when you've got an open heart and an open soul. Indeed, still ready, and I'm no pressure, but if she is, go ahead and get her changed. If not, no, I'm not worried about it a bit. But let me tell you, the Bible said every one of you. Every one of you, every one of you, every one of you, I invite you. Today's your day. Today is your day. Today. Why would you get on that plane having never been baptized? I know how you are. I don't like to travel, but I says, sit down, buckle up. Here we go. I'm like, Jesus, if I've got anything wrong in my life. Forgive me, Lord. Most people don't walk away when objects at 600 miles an hour hit the side of a mountain. God, if there's any scar in my soul, I want to make it right with you right now. Come on, folks. Let's get it all, let's get it right with the Lord today. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. We're not joining the church. We're taking care of the sin problem. We're not joining some congregation. We're taking care of the sin problem.